Welcome to the Copy Room Chat, the podcast for educators just like you. Do you want to gain quick tips and tools to use in your classroom? This podcast is brought to you by the Practical Teachers and hosted by me, Renee Hirano and Amy Youngren. We are both educators and moms with 20 years of experience in education. Do you want to thrive, not just survive in your classroom? Then join us for a quick chat in the copy room. Hey teachers, welcome back to the copy room. I'm your host, Amy Youngren, along with Renee Hirano. And today, Renee and I are talking about how to effectively engage families in our classrooms. There was a bit of an unveiling of the classroom when students were sent home and teachers created new ways to bring the classroom into students' homes. So now that we're in this stage of new normal or whatever we're going to call it, and many students are back, yeah, and many students are back in person school, families are sometimes now not even allowed in the doors of the school, let alone in the classroom. So they were involved in our classrooms when we were in their living rooms, and now we're back in person school, and how do we keep families engaged? So let's start by chatting about what we see as the current reality of community engagement um, in our classrooms, whether those are successes that we're seeing or areas of growth. So what does it feel like and what does it look like now, Renee? Yeah, I think it, you know, I think family engagement has always been something that we've talked about or something that we've been working on. And I think, you know, we know that engaging the families is important and it's fun and we need to do that. But like you said, in these past years, it's been challenging. And so I would say a couple things that I think are challenging is this communication or transparency due to the fact that we don't see people every day or due to the fact that we aren't seeing families as often or those things that have been set up as rituals in the past, we don't have as much in person. So I think that's right. part of it, right? Right. I think you also named it, right? We're not, they're not coming in the building we're not seeing them at drop off, right? We're not seeing them at pickup. Right. Um, you know, I think that's also, you know, the, the climate and how, you know, it's working. I think that's, you know, I think we took, we've talked about it in the past, we took those natural transitions, those natural times we saw to connect, even if face to face, we took those kind of as that was part of engagement, right? Um, those were the times that you were able to say, hey, um, you know, the kids have library tomorrow. Don't forget your library books. And now that communication either is handed down to a five-year-old to communicate or it doesn't happen at all. So that helps, that is making families, I think, feel left out. Right. And I think what you said in the intro is exactly right. We, you know, is that we, we, we went in living rooms. I love that analogy. Like we were in living rooms and now we're isolated. It feels isolating for families and it feels isolating for teachers, I think as well. And so I think the feedback also is we want to be more engaged or the desire is to know more of what's happening in the classroom. You know, I think when we think about this term of engagement, I don't think it's always, we want to be in your business, even though it can be that, but it's also, it's like, I just want to know what's happening. Right. What is my child learning about? What is my child doing? And so I think, you know, in this current reality, it's, it's, we're just having to get more creative 
And I think we just, it's been compiled. We're all exhausted, right? We're all fatigued and tired. You know, teachers are feeling this crunch of time and energy families are feeling this crunch of time. We've been isolated. You know, there's just a lot that's putting pressure on something that's important. But I think we're even struggling to engage with our friends and our own yeah. families at home. And so, you know, it, it, it feels exacerbated now. Do you think? I agree. Totally. And I think even when you're talking about isolation, it's not just families and teachers are feeling isolated, but I've noticed even in the school building, we're isolated because, you know, I am not maybe having lunch with everybody together in a room because we don't have our masks on. So we're, so we're spending a lot more time as teachers alone, um, not gathering, not congregating in places. So even that engagement, everybody's feeling isolated. And so I think it's a special challenge this year or the past several years to create that engagement and that inclusivity, but it's supposed to be, and it used to be a fun part of the school year, getting families involved and keeping families involved um, and fun for the students, but also fun for the teachers and the families. So we know, you know, it's still an important part of it, but I think you're exactly right. We have to get more creative um, about how to do this without creating another layer of burden for us. Well, and I think, you know, the other part of that is, you know, we have to make it, or we should talk at school levels and teachers should talk about how do we make it engaging for everyone? Cause I, because I think I can even say for myself in the past, I counted on those predetermined yearly things that we did that were um, like traditions, right? But some of them also just part of, yep, I'm gonna see these families at conferences, right? And so we have this opportunity to, conferences are an important time to, to connect with families. And we have been doing that virtually. And so we are still having those, but I think we, we might've relied on those things before in a way that we didn't realize. We took them as those were the community events. And I think parents took those as the community events. And I think they also were predictable, mm. right? Were yeah, predictable that's a good point. In this way. I could put them on my calendar Right, because we're so busy, right? I can put them on my calendar for the year. And so they're not bad. They're not, they're, that's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying those predetermined now haven't been as predictable. That's a good point. And may not have always worked for everyone. Right. right? So it is an opportunity to make sure that we have equitable opportunities, but you're right. That wasn't easy. I always knew, you know, I'd be invited to the holiday gathering or the, Halloween parade or whatever. I always knew those things would pop up. And now what do I do when I don't have those? Right. What do I do? And so it's, it's just, I think it's kind of brought to light something that was also changing before the pandemic started, you know, even this being, we can be more connected to families through Google voice and text and things like that. And in a way it's kind of forced us to think of more ways to reach our audience, which you know, if I sit back as a teacher, that's what I want. I need yeah. some easy, accessible ways to engage this community because I do need them. I need families as a partner. We've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. And even at times, I, you know, to be honest, at times it's a little overwhelming, right? To think about supporting my community, the families, right? My family communities and my students 
and my school community, right? I, I can just be honest about that. Sure. At the same time, I need all of those things. I need that family community connection because I want it to be, I want parents to be involved. I want parents to feel connected. I want their students to feel connected because that's going to make their education experience richer. Right. Well, and you've always been really good at finding um, quick, easy ways to keep, you know, you bring up some of the new technologies. And I don't know if all teachers um, are, are accessing that as well. I mean, you've always been really good at finding those quick, easy ways to reach out to parents and make them feel connected and still maintain some sort of boundary for yourself. Um, yeah. Maybe that's well, not as big of, as of a, you know, maybe that's still a challenge, but. No, and Amy, I think that's the other point I think we want to be really clear about, Amy, and you're really, you know, you've really expressed this well about we need to make it, we need to not always be adding to the plates of us making this community work. Family engagement is both ways. Right. Right. Family engagement is both ways. It can't only be one-sided, but we also, we have learned about, I mean, we know about burnout before, but this has been amplified and we don't, our goal is never to put, is not to put more on teachers, right? Because we, I think if we're all in agreement that family engagement is necessary, is important, what systems can we put in place that are going to make it effective for us, but also manageable for us, right? Manageable for families, right? Um, Because we've talked about this as well, you know, like, I think there is over engagement or not over engagement, that's not the word, but like, too much communication or asking too much of people, right? You know, like, it's just a, I don't know, it's just very tight rope. Well, yeah, and that's the age-old balance of like, you know, you hear in schools from administrators all the time that the feedback they get from families on communication is either, and from the same teacher, you can get the same feedback of there's too much or there's not enough. So it is probably, you're never gonna be able to, please everyone. I mean, I hate saying that, but you're never going to be pleased everyone, but we can learn some things um, from the way family engagement has changed and we can learn some things from the feedback we're getting um, and yeah, create some systems that meet everyone's needs. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, and so I think I'd love to share just like a couple things we've done this year Yeah. that I think, you know, I've been really thinking about family engagement because at my school, we received some feedback early on in a way of like families want to be connected and families came up with ideas and were so amazing about trying to provide opportunities and give ideas or how they wanted to be connected with. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it was requiring outside of school time. A lot of it was requiring extra things. And that's it's I'll be honest, as teachers, we know it's hard to say no but we also have to have a balance. And so some things that, you know, we came up as a leadership team, as a school, we came up with was um, we did teacher intro videos. So we, we did, That's we, a held, great idea. we actually held meetings. Like we held like these virtual meets, right. And gave, and gave multiple times for parents to come on and meet us. But then we just like did an intro video where they could watch and like, just hear a little bit about us and like, you know, share some things about ourselves um so did you have and did did you have when you had these meetings it was like a virtual coffee chat type thing kind of yeah and it was a little and it was a little um 
it at first it was a little sporadic. The first one wasn't as many people on. Um, and then there were more people on the second one after that. Um, another thing that they came up with was like giving a tour of our classroom. And I got some really great feedback on that, that it made, like I took them around the classroom, like even like here's where your child enters the room and like, here's where they keep their things. And then like, you know, things we do in the classroom, because even, you know, parents don't come and spend, always spend come hours in your classroom, but it's probably nice to see where they spend six and a half, seven hours of the day. Right? Really nice. No, I had my, I had my daughter actually take some, you know, she's older, so she has um, a device at school. And I, I said, like, can you take some pictures and just bring them home so I can see like what your area looks like? Because it's, that's new that I haven't seen. Not to mention that I don't get to go in and like see what student work is put up, but I don't even know what room she's in. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really great idea. That tour, I bet that was, yeah. And you got some good feedback on that. Yeah. And then we've done some activities and asked for like donations. And we did a, we did a winter cabin. Um, we made winter cabins and we've done some other things. And um, what someone I work with is like super techie and it doesn't take a lot actually, but we took videos, we took pictures of everything and a video and we made it into like a movie and put some music behind it and we sent it out to parents. And so here they donated these supplies and then they got to see their kids participating in the activity. And, you know, normally that winter cabin activity, I would invite families in to like mm -hmm. help their child make them, right? Mm -hmm. And they got to take them home, but parents were so excited. And That's I, so you know, I think it, and it didn't require a lot. It just took photos, like while they were doing it, took a video. Um, and then I was going to say, you did all of that during the school day, during your regular hours. Yep. Um, and then you had a techie person help. That's the key. <laughs> well, and techie liked to teach me on the iPhone because it was, they made it pretty easy. But yeah, reach out to someone that's, you know, might know. You know, we've been fortunate. I know not everyone else has been fortunate, but we've been fortunate except is been able to take a field trip. And so that has been another way to engage families because they can come to the field trip with us, right? We like to. Um, That's a good point, yeah. And I think even, um, you know, on those kind of that same note, you know, is just like asking for materials or sending out a note about what's going on. I think that kind of leads into this, um, this thing you and I, we've talked about is, what you just said was like, I don't always see student work. Right. right? Because that's a, that's a big missing for me as a parent and a teacher is gone are the days of, you know, like the folder coming home with all the stuff that you finished when I, you know, when I asked the kids, like, can I see what you're working on? They whip out their iPad and bring up Seesaw. Um, Our Google Classroom. Can all yeah. parents, yeah, and can all parents do that? So how do you, how do you manage that kind of, in your classroom, what kind of um, creative ideas for those things going back and forth between home and well, school? I think I think um, I think there is inviting them and teaching people how to to use seesaw because as a parent, it looks a lot different than it does as a teacher, right? Or even as a student, right? I think the other thing that I've done that I took actually from my daughter's school is sending out 
I use I use class tag, but I know that there's other lots of other platforms where I can send out a quick newsletter. And when I say quick, my friends, I really mean quick. I mean like either a recap of the week or a like what's coming up. And literally like important dates, what we've been learning about. I mean, really fast, but I could send that on class tag, translates it into multiple languages if they need it. And then I can see which families got it and didn't get it. I can, I sent that movie on class tag. I sent, and you know, honestly, I get a lot of feedback from parents um, that they just have the app on their phone and they can look at it. And it's easy, almost easier than an email because it's an app. One is same. No, go ahead. Well, so how, and how much time would you say, like, if you just a rough idea, how much time do you spend mm. in a week making sure that's out? Because I sent, I feel like the, the template, it sounds like the template's already set. So you're just plugging in your weekly recap. Seven minutes. I was going to say. Maybe okay, not so even seven minutes. And actually, oftentimes we will work together as a team and someone will make a blurb and then we'll all send out the same blurb, the four of us. That's super helpful. Um, so we kind of try to work hard, you know, smarter, not harder. The one thing I will say is that um, one feedback that we had from our school, which I think was really good feedback, is like we didn't have a consistent school-wide one that we were using. So parents with different kids in different grades might have class tag or class dojo. So, you know, if you have this thing that you're using to give an electronic um, newsletter, perhaps, you know, talk about do we want it school-wide? and making it consistent for parents so they check in on the same system, right? I can completely right. understand that, right? Having multiple students, but I think that that's manageable to me. And actually I can upload folders to that. I can upload that movie to that. I can upload links to if we went remote. I mean, it just was like this great way to get connected, save trees. <laughs> and I mean, I know as a parent, probably you, Amy, as a parent, my phone is with me all the time. Right. I can check that easier than scrolling through the emails that I get in my personal email and finding, oh, that important one from school. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, and I think, you know, I think at the root, it's like we all want connection, right? We all want connection. And I want families to feel connected with their kids to school. And I want kids to know that their families are connected to school right? Yep. It's important. It's essential. It is. It is. And I think at the root of this, I, I don't want, um, you've talked to me before about realizing as a parent, and this is, this is so, this was so key, realizing that the way we often engage in our school community is the way that we want to be engaged with. So as teachers, we're already bringing like a foundation of this is what I would want from, from my teacher but we're just one side of that. So we need to make sure that we're thinking about how other people's how other people might want to be engaged with. And I think that was a, that was a good point. And just realizing that the, the lens that we have on it is not, is not always. Um, well, and like, what was, what was your experience at school? What right. Was your, what was your experience? And also like, what is your, time ability like what is your how much time do you really have you know you know families are busy families are made up of all different look different sound different work different you know even I can talk my own life right I work during the day my husband works mids to the evenings right and so 
our family's like our days long, right? In the mm-hmm. terms of like how we can, what we can attend and what we can go to. And so providing a variety of things and also just understanding that people's level of engagement, assuming best intention, people people are engaging however they can, whenever they can, right? They're, this goes for teachers. Teachers as well. That happens. So, um, yeah. I think we, I think Amy, you've said this and I think we've talked about it. Like we, we, we just need to go into this with an open mind with flexible and knowing that it's going to change and some changes we might not love, but some changes we might be initiating. Yeah. Which is kind of the course of life. Right. And I think that's the part about this is that, you know, if we look at it glass full, half full, right. Families want to be engaged. Mm-hmm. You get feedback about wanting to be more engaged. That's positive. That's a good point. It and feels assuming, overwhelming. Yeah, but they want the and assuming best intent is, I think, a very important way to think about it. Right. And, yeah. And you always are are good at making sure you remember these easy wins. So I think you know we've talked about some of those today, and it and that might be a way to to think about it when you go into this next week. What are those easy wins? What are those easy, quick, seven-minute things that I can put into place? Yeah, I think that tip is just create those systems that you can manage that are consistent of communication. Engagement really is communication. That's really what it is. However you see, talk, whatever. Yeah, make that newsletter. That's right. Send some quick photos. Just find something easy that you can, that isn't longer than 10 minutes. If it's longer than 10 minutes, it's adding to your plate. That's a good, that's a right? good so, But if it's 10 minutes, um, if it's 10 minutes and I can send it out or I could share the workload with somebody else, it's going to be awesome. Yep. Good point. Well, thanks again for joining us at Copy Room Chat. And we look forward to chatting with you again soon. Bye. Thanks again for joining us here at Copy Room Chat. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and click the button so you don't miss any of the chat. And remember, head over to www.thepracticalteachers.com for more resources and to sign up for our monthly newsletter.